This is the Fade You Podcast, where we fade the bullshit narratives and we help you guys make some money. My name is Matthew James, here with Chris Duke and Kyle Martin. Chris, where are you right now? I'm having some wine and some cold beer, Matt. That's what we do when we want to watch some sports, when they get fired up after COVID. (laughs) We are recording on Monday, August 3rd. The Dodger game just went final Kmart, not happy, not happy. Well, Bueller, he, uh, he went five innings. Can't really say they were strong innings, gave up, uh, three hits. All three were solo shots. Um, so, you know, solid performance, just three bad pitches. Um, Dodgers took a three, two lead into the, uh, bottom of the fifth where, then uh, Bueller set up the third, tied that thing up, and then uh, Rotero came in in the sixth, gave up uh, two earned runs, and the Dodgers tried for ninth-inning rally but uh, fell short. Um, you know, they went over, uh, you know, in a good pitching matchup, Bueller versus Paddock, but, uh, you know, Dodgers came up a little short. Now, Kmart, I want to hear a little bit about the thought process behind the pick, but – First, Chris, the Dodgers losing to the Padres unbelievably means that Dennis is on a 4-0 run. I don't know what the fuck is going on with Den. He thinks he can take unders. He thinks he can take underdogs. He thinks he's hot shit right now. This is when we love to just let him get on his high horse, and then he regresses back to taking favorites and overs, and that's when he has like a little Mr. Poison 0-6 stretch. So, folks, don't get discouraged by this little stretch he's on right now. We'll fire back. He's going to take some favorites and uh, and overs here, especially because the, the NBA's back and hockey and baseball. So just stay tuned. Follow Fade You Sports on Twitter and, and uh, keep a close eye to what Den does here later this week. Speaking of what Den does, Chris, paint a picture for the listeners right now. Just give us the visual of Dennis counting his money right now off the Yankees <laughs> win, off the Rockets first half and full game under, and now the Dodgers losing to the – what does this look like right now? What? Oh, man. He always texts me. You guys should see the text, man. He texts me, oh, man, I got lucky. He feels lucky. He sees Aaron Judge hit that bomb in the bottom of the eighth last night, cover that run line he took. He's fired up. And now he sees, you know, he saw that go under the Bucks game he took. And then he sees the Padres get a big win. He's just fired up. He's feeling good, you know. And so it's, it's funny to see him good. I used to work with him. And he just loves it. And then, uh, you know, he'll get on an 0-8 streak and be like, what the heck happened? Well, you know, Den, you're just trash, sir. You're just trash. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Chris, you've got years of this guy making terrible picks and losing money and something's gotten into him for him to be on, on a under yesterday and then to be on a dog today and come out winners and everything. It's crazy. That's funny, man. And he's, he's done it. Like you say, I mean, you know, it's a small sample size, four or five bets. We're not going to fret over this. Uh, he'll be back to normal. And uh, you, me, Kmart, the whole fade you crew um, will be, you know, We'll be reaping in this, and it'll be nice. So just stay tuned, guys. All right, so Kmart, you are our Dodgers resident first homer, but 
also expert. I think you're undefeated on betting their run line this season. You came in with the over early today on this game. And then as the day went on, you kind of fired on, on the Dodgers money line. So when you were looking at the matchup, just so we can tell everybody what our process is, what were you seeing? Uh, you know, what, what I was really looking at is, you know, it's, it's not really that high of a number here. Um, you know, Bueller, he, he only pitched three and two third innings. So he still has some rust to work off. Paddock, he, you know, he's a good pitcher, but, uh, you know, still, still kind of working through some things. Um, you know, he's two and zero on the season, you know, decent ERA at two, six, five after the day, but, you know, I was really just kind of thinking our narrative fade you eight, eh, you know, I thought the general population would think that's going to be under looking at the two names. So I thought it was a good pick on the over, um, you know, maybe because I'm a homer, you know, being a Dodger fan, but, you know, I, I did like the fact that their bats have been clicking, um, you know, just, just unfortunate, um, you know, a couple of their bombs were solo shots as well. And they just couldn't, couldn't quite get, uh, get any runners on base, only six hits on the night. So that kind of was their downfall. Chris, speaking of, um, those kind of overs with good pitchers, this is a good example of a fade you narrative. So you had the Mets game today featuring DeGrom. You had the Yankees game featuring Garrett Cole. Both those games end up going over. Uh, the Mets and Braves got to nine, and then the Yankees and Phillies also got to nine. So a lot of uh, novice bettors might look at a couple of really good pitchers on the mound, see a total of something like eight, and say, oh, it's these are great starters. The game's going to go under. And then, you say, no, fade you. Bullpens can get involved. Starters are going to give up runs. And, and these games can kind of creep over like we saw. Absolutely. Yeah, I was listening to a uh, shout out to follow the money on VEASAN today. I heard uh, either Mitch or Pauly had under first five in that um, Mets and uh, Braves game. It was only four, you know, right? They made it low. Soroka's on the mound. DeGrom's on the mound. What does it do? It flies over. So, you know, uh, I mean, you know, even for some guys that know, you know, they're in the know per se can get it wrong. So you just got to pay attention. And, uh, you know, sometimes the the obvious bet is just not gonna hit and so that's why we do what Kmart does we look at the info we look at the matchups and we say you know sometimes it's just not gonna happen and when someone points out an obvious we just say you know we might have to have, go ahead and fade you today so so from one LA team to another we took the L uh on the Dodgers as we saw Dennis get a, a rare win on a dog Let's jump over to the Lakers and uh, Kmart. You were on the Lakers as well, and they come through. Although it was kind of a wild roller coaster fourth quarter, so uh, we hit the minus six, and then Chris will get it to the to Applebaum's trend in a second. But Kyle, how did uh, what was the ride like on this Lakers bet for us? Uh, you know, Utah. You know, came in needing needing the win. Um, you know, trying to keep pace in that highly competitive West. Uh, you know, the seating there is going to get pretty hectic here. There's about five teams within a game and a half of each other. So they played with that fire. You know, in the first half, um, even midway through the third, I think they held a six point lead. Lakers. You know, midway through that quarter, going a 14-0 run to get that lead up to double digits where it stayed till about three minutes uh, left in the game. And lo and behold, uh, there goes that uh, backdoor cover and it looked like the Jazz were going to get it. Um, um, Lakers went up by eight late and on an inbounds play with 
five seconds left. Uh, Donovan Mitchell's foot was out of bounds as he turned in to catch it. He fired up the shot and he made it. So pretty fortunate to get that cover. Bingo bongo. So Chris, let's talk about uh, what we heard from our boy, Josh Applebaum today. Shout out to Applebaum. If you're not following him, uh, he's at Josh underscore insights on Twitter. Uh, Great listen, great follow. And Chris, what was the trend that we heard from Applebaum regarding NBA favorites? NBA favorites. Uh, it's the team that's favored in the game that lost by double digits or more the, the previous game. So we had two of those today. Lakers lost by 15 to the Raptors last game. They're uh, favored by six over the Jazz. And then we had the uh, – we had a second one, the Pelicans. They lost by double. They got murdered by the Clippers last game, and they were minus. I think they closed at four or five today, and then they covered. They won by 10. So you had two of those that fit that trend today. Uh, and so that's one of them. Applebaum's awesome. He has those, uh, a lot of those little trends that hit about 57 to 60% clip. So keep an eye on those in the future. And, uh, you know, those two hit uh, today, and, and we'll keep a look, an eye on those in the future. Again, that's courtesy of Josh Applebaum. He's Josh underscore insights on Twitter. Uh, now, Chris, the only thing was we were talking to him a little bit uh, about this trend, and he says that he leans the jazz because the Lakers were a big public favorite. This is where we step in and we say we even have to fade the experts sometimes. So we said, Applebaum, you're going to get seduced by the action. lay <laughs> off because the Lakers are a big public favorite. And we said, what did we say, Chris? Hey, Applebaum, we're going to fade you on your own reverse narrative, <laughs> if you will. I mean, it's funny, yeah, because he's a contrarian, right? And the contrarian says, take Jazz, but his trend says, take Lakers. Guess what? That That's one of those where you're in a rock and a hard place and you can't decide. But, you know, if you're going to play the trend and it's going to hit 57% of the time, you can't just pick and choose, right? Because, look, you're going to you're going to hit in the long run. It's going to be beneficial for you. So you just go ahead and say, well, I know that the public is on the jet, you know, the Lakers, but we're going to go ahead and ride this because the trend holds stronger than, than that other side. So, you know, it is what it is. There you go. And Kmart, anything to add? I mean, admittedly, Chris and I probably weigh the value or the, uh, the action on the game a little more heavily than you do. And you're a little more just matchup oriented. So when you hear someone, leaning to the wrong side just because of the public action even when it goes with his trend I mean how do, what's your take on all this I mean I I respect trends I respect I respect the long runs but I truly like to find the value in the matchup uh the one thing I, I say is I you know watching these first three games and I really saw it tonight is the Lakers are really missing um you know their perimeter defender in Avery Bradley um you know he's he has been a huge part to that team Lakers still did what I thought they would do they took advantage of the high pick and roll with James and Davis even Dwight Howard getting in there on a few uh Caruso you know he he's he's playing well he's he's you know, a lot better than he uh, was two years ago. But, uh, you know, he's not, he's not the same as even having Rondo out there. So, you know, hopefully the Lakers can get Rondo back for the playoffs, but not having Avery. Um, that that could be the difference between them getting to the finals and unfortunately maybe losing to uh, their crosstown rival. 
And Kmart, I'll follow up with you. Just jump into a different NBA game. You were also all over the Nuggets today, and they come through as a as a straight up winner, correct? In the underdog role. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, I like them getting getting five points. Um, I didn't really understand why the line was was that high. Uh, there's no home home court advantage here in uh, this bubble format. OKC, you know, they still have Chris Paul, but you know, Denver. Again, you know, I, I don't want to put too much, you know, on teams needing needing wins, but you know, they're again in the thick of this race, and you know, with everything that went down today, they're holding on to that third seed. So it was a big big win, and you know, had the balls to smart to take those points because Chris Paul was at the line. He misses the first, makes the second. He makes both of them. That would that would have been a loss. So I mean, that's a perfect example why you take those points because you never know what might happen at the end of these games. Yeah, definitely crazy finishes in in more than a few games. Chris, I think we weren't really on this one, although we wondered if the Spurs could cash as a dog for the third straight time. They did. Did you catch much of the ending in the Sixers game? Uh, no, I was sitting having a margarita like a real Gen <laughs> would. And uh, I just saw that the Phillies blew it again. Shout out to your boy uh, out there, Michael Lombardi in Philadelphia, who knows how much choke artists they are. And uh, they gave up 43, I think, in the fourth quarter. And Spurs come back. They lost, but they did catch the cover, catching five or six points. So, Yeah, Chris nailed it. Sixers were uh, were cruising and then – Give up a forty-three point fourth quarter to blow the. I think they actually were in danger of losing that game and needed a, a go-ahead three-pointer with like seven seconds left. Uh, just a, a wild ending there. So, uh, Chris, you had your eye on some games um, tomorrow. So, what do you kind of have your eye on, and then we'll get Kmart's take on a couple of these. I saw a couple tomorrow that uh, were a little stinky. You have a. Uh, the, the Bucks and Nats, it's an early one. Wow, 10.30 Pacific time. It just seems like the Bucks coming off a big loss versus the Rockets. You could lay it, like we say. Uh, Kmart was saying you could money line. But I, I have a saying um, from gambling in the last 5, 10 years called ATTP. Always take the points. Just take them, you know. Uh, like you said, if you lose by two or three and you're gatching five, you're going to cover. So take a look at the Nets and uh, – You've got a couple stinky dogs. The Kings looked like crap yesterday, oh and they're God. only getting six at the Mavs. And then the Suns, of course. People hate the Suns, and they're, they're catching almost double digits. And in this bubble, like Kmart said, there's no home teams. So the Clippers are coming off a high of two big wins off the – well, they covered against the Lakers, and then they destroyed the Pelicans last game. So take a look at the Suns. Those are stinky. And then you have a couple uh, – I don't know if you guys agree, but you have some crazy MLB games tomorrow, too. You've got uh, the Nats and, and Mets. The Mets coming off a big win. The Nats are three and four against the four and seven Mets. And you got Scherzer on the mound. Everybody and their mom looks like 75, 80% of the public's going to be all over Scherzer against Steve Matz tomorrow. So um, I see some, some dog action tomorrow. We'll jump back to some of those NBA games and Kmart. I want your take. I mean, 
I know you can sometimes get into this, like uh, this team needs a game. You, the Kings playoff hopes are on life support and uh, you have the Grizzlies that can't find a win. The Pelicans had lost both their games before today. And the Kings just get absolutely obliterated by the magic down 36 points at one point. And Chris is right. This line smells like shit with them only getting six points against Dallas. Uh, who's coming off that loss to Phoenix. So, I mean, do we just stay away from this one because we have no idea what the fuck to expect from the Kings? <laughs> What's going on here? I mean, you, you could stay away, but I do side with Chris. Uh, you know, I saw this game when we were humping on here, and I, I did immediately like the Kings get getting those six points. Oh, dear. Um, you know, Dallas, you know, they're holding strong on that seventh seed. I don't really know if – they feel they can they can get into the sixth, fifth spot. I don't really think they're worried being seven games up, falling into the eighth spot. So you got to really kind of worry about Dallas's focus, you know, in this bubble where, you know, the Kings, as you said, they're on life support. Both these teams are 0-2 coming in. Um, I say just give me those points. I, I still like their coach in Walton. I like those young players. Um, you know, and I, I feel that's the good play right there. I like the idea of not doing that and waiting until they're down 24 to nine in the first quarter and just right. getting them plus 17 on the live line. <laughs> and then I'll, I'll go on the record and say the Miami heat getting, I think three and a half right now over the Celtics. How about that's the Suns and Clippers? A huge, that's, a, that's a huge contrarian. Yeah. Chris, Chris mentioned the Suns and Clippers. You have the Clippers that just absolutely annihilated uh, the Pelicans last game. And then the Suns coming off that crazy outright win against Dallas. Uh, Clippers land nine. I mean, what do you do with this team? Probably run away. Um, but I, I think that's yeah. another one where, where Phoenix, Phoenix, they're going to be another team that's going to really thrive in this bubble. Similar, you know, they're not Houston caliber, but, you know, just that small ball, those young athletic players, only a couple games left in their season. They want to, you know, get it off, get it off uh, into next season on the right foot. So, you know, give me those nine points. For sure. Uh, shout out to Josh Applebaum again. He has another system play any double digits in the NBA uh, that he takes to uh, 10 or plus points. So right now it's at nine. Keep an eye on that line. If it creeps up to 10, 10 and a half, and you get that extra point and a half, you know, value, go ahead and take the suns you know and those double digits are a lot in the nba especially like kyle said no home teams the clippers like you might look at them and seem like they're home guess what everyone's in florida no fans suns are going to be scrappy you know they want to knock off it's going to be their super bowl of the bubble so keep an eye on that kmart anything else you're looking at tomorrow uh any any early baseball looks uh, early baseball, not really seeing anything. Might lean early on uh, on Cincy against the Indians. Um, just kind of looking down. Probably keep an eye on the Mets and uh, Washington as well, but that's not until four Pacific time. Uh, with the hey, Mar, you gonna fade wins. the Beeb? Fade the Beeb? We got Bieber fever tomorrow. <laughs> fade the Beeb. Well, what? what? I'm gonna I'm gonna put my run line streak on air right now. I'm four and zero in the Dodgers run line. So four out of their seven wins I've picked uh, on the run line, and I'm gonna pick it again tomorrow. 
uh, Dodgers run line against the Padres. Go Watch carrot top. Chris, we, we mentioned this one a couple times in our text today, but watch out for that Indians under, uh, especially with Bieber on the mound. I mean, I played it at seven and a half today, and uh, and it still went under. It only landed on five. So, I mean, you got to yeah. gotta assume we're going to have a very low total in that one, right? It's looking like it's eight right now. We'll see how accurate that is. It might go down if the Sharps grab it down to seven and a half again, but eight might be a good number. Uh, Tyler Molly is on the mound for the Reds. Looks like he gave up two earned runs in four innings against the Cubs, his first start. So, and Beebs has been absolutely lights out. He's pitched 14 innings and not allowed a, a single run. So good luck scoring against him. But I'm down to ride him. Like Kmart said, screw it, fade you. Fade the Beebs. <laughs> All right. Uh, Kyle, you got anything else before we wrap this one up? No, no, that's everything I've kind of looked at. Uh, you know, I'll, uh, I'll take the Twitter if I uh, see anything else for tomorrow. And Chris, how drunk are you getting tonight? One more glass of wine, baby. Finish it up. Nice red. What do you, what do you got going with the red? You know, a house cab. I got to ask them what they, what they have. It's probably a Callaway cab, you know. All right. Make sure you get a nice healthy pour there. <laughs> yeah fill her up nine ounce pour baby <laughs> there it is that's our show for august 3rd uh again follow the twitter at fade you sports it's the letter u and uh, thanks everybody for listening josh applebaum we appreciate you buddy sometimes we have to fade you though and uh for chris duke and for kmart this is matthew james and we're out mm-hmm.